This is Power Athlete Radio. With your host, Denny K, Professor Booty, and the Luke Summers. And now, toes forward, hips locked, shoulders set, and retract those scapulas. It's time for some knowledge bombs. What's happening, Power Athlete Nation? It's that time. I'm fired up. We got a good show for you today. <laughs> got Callie on the horn. Hello. Luke Summers. What's happening? What's going on? Callie just got me all fired up. You're disagreeing with me. Everybody's screwed. Everyone in Power Athlete Nation is screwed. <laughs> George is getting upset. <laughs> Look out. Look out. So, how you been, Luke? Missed you last time. I know. I listen to you guys. I, you know, text tried, text tried to take a jab at me at, uh, you know, minute marker 38, uh, <laughs> second marker 42 seconds yeah. about drinking beers and sharing state championship stories. But, you know, when you talk to a guy who's been on a consistently losing team for the past 18 years, they just want to know what it's like to wear the ring. <laughs> Ouch. And, uh, I, I can't help it if text buys me drinks and just keeps asking, what's it like? What's it like? You know, I gotta just, I gotta tell them some stories, some give, more stories. Give the people what they want. I gotta give the people what they want, exactly. Trying uh, to live through your glory years. What do they call that, vicariously? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I often wonder what that word meant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, what else, what else have we been doing? Uh, we've been setting up here, finally got the office space put together at, on mm-hmm. uh, new headquarters. Um, and then just kind of running and gunning because it's uh, you know we're putting all the pieces in place for 2014 uh, over the next couple of weeks and it's going to be uh, big a big year next big year big year huge year the year of the power athlete takeover yeah so th- this actually this year was uh, the year of the power athlete 2014 is the year of the uh, 2013 was year of the power athlete 2014 is the year of power athlete nation so okay. it's like it's time for aggressive expansion. And, uh, and we have a lot of pieces in place right now. Um, you know, one of the things that we're doing that, that we haven't done in the past is we've always phased the launches of our, uh, of our seminar, our CrossFit football seminar that we work. Uh, this year we're just throwing them all out there, letting everybody know where we're going to be so we don't have to answer any questions of whether or not we're coming somewhere or have to worry about booking something later in the year because we are going, uh, we're going to have a lot of work to do. So if you see these seminars out there and you want to go to one, you got to sign up now. Don't expect something to come in your area. The only places that I haven't had, I don't have listed yet, are uh, Germany. We're going to be in Germany in September. We're going to be back in Tampa in September. Uh, we're going to be back in the UK. That's going to be sometime in June, I believe. And then in August, we're heading to the west coast of Australia. We're going to finally hit up Perth. Uh and then we're going to be in L.A. and somewhere along the, the mid-Atlantic coast. So we're going to hit that mid-Atlantic coast a couple spots, uh, still finalizing what location we're going to hit there. But that's it. That and then also actually Dallas. Dallas is going to be on our list as we well. We have that Antarctica cert we're going to. Yeah, that's just Cali, though. It's a private seminar for Cali. <laughs> Antarctica. Yep. So with this, you know – then we're going to have all that set in place. We're going to get all of our hosts, everything they need to do to, uh, you know, to help us market this. We're going to have all the materials for them. And then from there, it's all about, um, content. 
Yeah, we've been working our fingers to the bone. Yeah, providing accessibility and uh, and getting you know getting the people what they need and what they want. So we get tons of questions each day, uh, you know, internal and external on on how would we do this differently? How would we approach this athlete? And uh, we address some of that on the podcast, but for the most part, you know, me being kind of a, a systems guy, I, we're trying to put into place something that's repeatable and sustainable. So no matter what. It's scalable. It's a true method, and that's what we truly have done this year: is established a, a methodology that is portable to really any sport. And uh, it's going to be about empowering coaches next year to put this thing into play. So all sorts of cool resources coming out. And it seems like a lot with uh, you and Callie, Tex, Ben, John. I mean, how how do you guys plan on? doing this huge ordeal with just, uh, you know, five, six people? That's a great question, Denny. I basically <laughs> do the work of three people um, working up, working the, the midnight oil. And uh, I, I don't know. We need help. Um, we definitely need help. We are getting inquiries frequently on, you know, internship possibilities or employment possibilities. And really the standards have not changed for that since Luke and I came on board they existed before us, and uh, we're going to follow through with those. Uh, Luke, you want to go through some of those? Yeah, got it. First things first, you got to come to our seminar. Uh, you have to understand who we are. You got to be want to be a part of that team when we you see us show up and, and kind of lay down the lay down the information. So you got to come to the seminar twice. First as an attendee, second as, as I guess a participant. You have to let us know that you know what you're talking about. Uh, in terms of like participant, I mean, participating in coaching and interning, things like that. Because at the end of the day, regardless of whether or not you're mopping the floors, changing the light bulbs, or writing a blog post, you have to know your shit because we just have no room for that. Like you have to understand our training system. You have to understand the methodology. You need to know it. And, and we communicate that information right now in our seminar. And, then, and, and maybe part of it too is like when you come to the second seminar, you you may have blacked out a little bit during the first one. When you come to the second one, you might think, um, maybe I don't want to actually work with these people. Yeah. I've heard these quotes. They're the same movie quotes <laughs> over and over again. Same shit, different day. <laughs> I, I know the first, your first seminar experience can be pretty overwhelming. You guys put a lot out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it makes sense to you sh to ask that you go to at least two, right? Right. And it's kind of a show of good faith, too. I mean, uh, we're asking you to come to two because if you if you really are interested, you have a passion for it, it's it's a no-brainer. I mean, it was a no-brainer for me, for Tex, for Luke. And so that's a sort of a commitment and uh, <clears throat> putting yourself out there, a financial commitment, too, to just say, like, hey, I'm in this, I'm interested, mm -hmm. um, I'm serious about it. So... That's that's the beginning phase. No matter how you want to participate, you know, if you want to participate as a seminar coach, got to go to those seminars for sure. Then you have to do some sort of internship, which, uh, you know, we have an internship program in place. We have developmental goals. We have developmental uh, guidelines, timelines, everything. But uh, does, that, does the internship require you to move to Costa Mesa? Not for a seminar host. It just it depends essentially because uh, if you're not willing to relocate, then uh, you have to travel to whatever seminars are either in your area or that you're willing to travel to, right? 
Now, if you're out here in Costa Mesa and you come show up to work and bang weights every day, uh, you're going to develop a ton faster. So um, that's an option, but it's not a requirement. You know, it just depends on what you, you know, what type of flexibility you have and what you're willing to do and and how bad you want it. But okay. uh, you and know, yeah, and how, yeah, what how you want to become involved? I mean, um, with power athlete, there are plenty of opportunities and skill sets that are valuable to us that mm-hmm. maybe do or don't require relocation. Yeah, I mean, we're we're an online company in the sense that we put our information out. It's going to be virtual, so there is opportunity for virtual work group and virtual work. Uh, but again, we don't we don't bode well with mediocrity. So we want to get people who are truly passionate about it, and uh, you know whether or not they write, they uh, they do some sort of media, their design, um, they're familiar with distribution of content of Ver- physical goods verbal abuse you have to be a little bit familiar with that yeah you have to be able to <laughs> the, no one does a good job they only do a bad job in the sense that uh, you only get you only hear from the bosses when you do something wrong uh you know that like we're looking for any sort of any sort of talent really and people who want to be a part of it and want to test and want to create media and uh you know want to help out and just like you i mean you Steve and uh, Denny jumped on and like you guys are doing our, our podcast, you know, as you guys are passionate, the pay is not very good. The hours are shitty, uh, <laughs> but you know what? Whenever we're in town, we'll take care of you. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. Is that, is that loud and clear? I know it's, it's, we don't have really any official titles, but at the end of the day, most people want to join that seminar staff. And that if that's what you want to do, then, uh, you know, that's a, that's a, a privilege that's earned through, uh, I guess, dedication, proving that you know what the hell you're talking about, and uh, and a commitment to growing the overall company. So, so it's uh, you know a while ago, John put that the space monkey on one of the talk to me Johnny posts. It sounds like that's still the criteria. That's still the criteria. You know, so if anybody hasn't read that, search it on the talk to me Johnny site. I believe that's where he posted that on. Yes. That's how yeah. I it. And, and he kind of explains exactly what you're explaining. You know, make yourself known. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to have to kind of see if you can fit with with the group, right? Do you have thick skin? Can you take uh, verbal beating? Um, what am I missing? <laughs> That's basically it. No. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> right? it's not like, uh, you know, the seminars are a ton of fun. And uh, we, we actually... Filmed, I guess. What do you call it? I mean, we, uh, Callie, Ben, and I strapped GoPros to our foreheads for a weekend so people can get some insight on what it's like to travel. Uh, and granted, I, this was a while ago. Yeah. But. So this, the, and I put together this video, and I know Denny, I know you've seen it, so maybe I'll post this on the show notes as well. But it's just like a, a little, almost mockumentary of like what it ultimately turns into. Like you end up going crazy, and you're a crazy person. It's legit, like going back to Fight Club, it's single-serving friends, single-serving soap, you live out of a hotel room, you say the same shit to a different set of faces in different time zones and different area codes. Like that's it over and over again. And it, it, it actually takes a certain personality type to be able to do that and continuously show up 
and knock it out of the park, even though you're delivering the same material to seemingly the same audience with the same coworkers yeah. telling the same jokes. <laughs> Potentially coming off of like a terrible travel scenario or like no sleep or, you know, if you're delayed somewhere or rerouted. I mean, that part really sucks. If you don't love to fly like me, it's also, you know, every weekend you're like, am I going to make it? Is this plane going to go down? Perfect example, Denny. Um, <laughs> so when were we in Tampa? Two weeks ago? Yeah. We were in, I, so I was, Tex flew out from DC to get to Tampa and I was flying out from, uh, LA. from Newport. Oh. Okay. So I took a flight from Newport to Arizona. The flight is delayed due to flash flood warnings in Phoenix. Uh, they had some downpour and, uh, they shut down the airport. Okay. So my flight's delayed 30 minutes. Well, it just so happened that my connecting flight, uh, left without me. So now I'm stuck in Phoenix. And the next flight out, it's at this point, it was a 6 a.m. flight or 6.45 a.m. flight. I land in Phoenix at uh, 9.30 a.m., which is when my flight took off, so they left me behind. The next flight is at 4 p.m., okay? So I got like seven hours to kill, six hours to kill because of boarding. I jump into the, the frequent flyer lounge. I get some work done. I put together that athlete profile post for uh, for Harry, uh, which if you haven't seen, check it out. It's legit. Um and the next thing you know, my my I didn't adjust my watch, so I'm still on Pacific time, and I miss my flight. And the only flight out is a red eye, and it's full. So I have to cancel my ticket on my current carrier, buy a ticket with Delta. I have to run across the terminal, jump on a 7 p.m. flight back to L.A. Okay, so I land in L.A. at like 10 o'clock. Uh, there's a red eye going out to Orlando. So I'm going to go into Orlando, rent a car, and drive up to Tampa. All right. So the red eye is supposed to leave at like 10.58. Well, there's some sort of security threat in LAX where they shut down LAX and they end up screening twice. They screen every passenger in my terminal. Uh, so I don't have to get back in this terminal, but I'm being literally herded into security by TSA, by security, by cops, by everybody. And I just kind of pivot, step, spin, gone. <laughs> and like the amount of anxiety you have trying to like avert TSA during a potential terrorist issue is like people are going to – I thought I was going to get shot in the back. Like I, they thought I was a terrorist. I didn't. I was too fast. <laughs> but uh, so then I get to my flight. I run up to the gate as the doors are closing. I get onto my red eye. So I jump on the red eye. I'm packed into a middle seat between two guys who are just as equal size. Pretty then, small. Which are jacked, huge. And uh, I don't sleep at all during this red eye flight. I'm trying, but these dudes, like, you just can't get comfortable. The flight's delayed because of the security thing. I get into Orlando at 8.30 a.m., all right? The search starts at 8 a.m., so Tex is just rolling solo. Who knows what he's talking about? Uh, or not talking about. <laughs> or not about. talking about. And, uh, you know, I haven't slept for easily 24 hours. I have to show up and uh, basically it's a 90-minute drive from Orlando to Tampa, pull in, change my shirts, spit on my hand, wipe my face, comb my hair, and go. And I just walk in and I have to put on a an eight-hour seminar, you know. And, and Tex was there too. Like he was – he actually wasn't well-rested because he was – he woke up and thought he had to come pick me up from Tampa, but my flight was delayed and he saw that, so he was up at like 4 a.m. 
But like there, there's a perfect scenario, pretty standard operating procedure when you're flying across the country because direct flights are ridiculously expensive. But we're, like we're going to put all interns through that simulation. Yeah. <laughs> See how they come out. God, he likes to complain a lot, huh? Nothing is ever what it seems, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, that, that stuff happens more frequently than not. You know, like we probably get out of the 32 seminars we did this year, half of them had some sort of drama with travel. But all right, well, what what are some of the positives? I mean, why why do you choose to do to go through that then? <laughs> Good point, right. Jenny. I mean, obviously you're getting paid huge amounts of money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like you. I mean, you know, that's I guess- just a given. I guess it's the purest in me in the sense that, you know, it's an opportunity to deliver what I truly consider and believe to be uh, one of the best platters of information and content within the circle of kind of the CrossFit specialty seminars. Like the, the, the material is tested and dialed and it's like you, we've done the reading. We know how to do it. It all makes sense. And, uh, you know, it's fun to interact with people and see the aha moment happen. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine doing something, something else when you find this program and it works for you. What, what more, like what more could you do than go out and try to teach people the ways, teach them the methods and uh, hope that they have the same result. And so there, we come from a place of like real passion. Um, and you know, yeah, it's definitely not, it's definitely not the most lucrative job in the world. But it is, uh, it pays dividends, like, I don't know, just, it's, it's an amazing, rewarding feeling when you get emails after or um, you get responses there and people are, are truly grateful um, and you, you know it's over something positive and something that's effective and it's not just a bunch of bullshit. I like it. I like no, it. No, I love it. I love it. I, I love care. it. <laughs> That's a, that's a theme song of our documentary that I think I think uh, Luke's gonna link it up, but I don't know how many months ago it was, but <laughs> it's basic. I think I'm I must have been high the whole time because I'm laughing through about like 15 minutes of just pure entertainment. Yeah, it's as per usual. No, but I, I guess and at the end of it, it's fun. I mean, it is fun. You can't have the sweet without the sour, but it's fun. The travel is annoying, but once you get there, people like. You know, people within the community of CrossFit are, are legit. Like, everybody who's willing to invest that much time and money is really there to learn. Oh, yeah. People are jazzed. And when other people are jazzed, suddenly you forget about, like, all the travel problems or, you know, like, whatever the case may be. And you're like, fuck, yeah, this is awesome. So, and, uh, you know, it's, so that's, I guess that's why we do it. Nobody should, we never has ever asked us that. Why do you go through all this nonsense? No, I don't know. But, uh. I don't. Know, I mean, Denny, you've been there. You... The babes, Luke. <laughs> the babes. Luke does it for the babes. I just do it for you know, like to give chicks my number and stuff, and then we go on dates. Typical. Says says Callie, who regularly gets autograph requests. <laughs> if you, I regularly got it one time, which is great. Uh, but uh, and how? What? I don't want to talk about what? it. No, it's uh, but so that's the deal, and I guess I mean we're we're welcoming applicants, we're welcoming people who are interested, and you know we constantly feel that, but it's a slow process at the start, and then once you're in, it's light, it's light speed. So, 
does it require, do you have to have any other CrossFit, uh, certs? No. Do you need to be a level one? No. no. Other, okay, you just need to be it to at least two CrossFit football. Yeah, but see, you know, when we field, uh, so one thing to take into consideration is a lot of the content that we talk about, we utilize information from the level one, but we also have to acknowledge things that, uh, you know, in level one in the sport of fitness and in CrossFit and in developing fitness, there are certain, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's just differences. There's, there's certain differences Approaches. that you, yeah, that where, okay, we don't want you to reach your head on a chin up. And like, we want you to maintain posture and position because that's what we're reinforcing. However, hammering full range of motion, we know that work capacity is defined as force times distance over time. So if you can do more work in less time, yeah, you're going to get in better shape. We have to, we acknowledge the relationship. There is a relationship. We have to acknowledge that. I mean, it exists, but you know, a lot of times when people come to the seminar, that's their only uh, interaction uh, with CrossFit football is just through CrossFit. And so, um, it's kind of just bridging the gap there. Yeah. Delineate the training goals. Like, Hey, we're looking for athleticism and performance in your sport, uh, with the CrossFit football methodology. Now, if we were going to apply a CrossFit methodology for fitness, then there's certain things that are more applicable, you know, and it's just having the understanding of whether what we're putting out there is for performance or for fitness, you know, we've, uh, we've, we've thrown around the idea too. And Denny, you would be invited to this, but like after the new year sometime, having like a like a week long or maybe even like a long weekend sort of what would you call it like symposium where you where potential interns or people who are involved in the community come out and we basically it's like a knowledge fest and we just basically sit around a table train and we pour shots of whiskey we play and the last one standing water gets water a job. shot shot <laughs> I like it hey yeah Kelly I remember you we talked about that a few months ago what water water shot shot? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, the like the extended weekend or yes. like a, a training camp, whatever yeah. you want to call it. In, in the biz, we call that a, a girls' sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have we'll, like certain images in my mind right now. We <laughs> we got to, we we've got some dates, some hard dates now for the seminars, and uh, we've got some possible dates for like regionals and all that stuff in the queue. So now we can organize a bit around it and see if we can make that possible. So there's a a lot of stuff going on and and Luke and myself and Tex are planning on doing some training at some other facilities as well, taking some trips. So it's just going to be like such a busy time, but that's definitely a priority of ours just to kind of band together the, the people, the people at our fingertips who have been doing so much work and then, people who want to do more. So nice. Nice. I'm I'm excited. I mean shit, it, it's it's time to step up to the plate. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I'm 14, man. I seen your uh the post on um Vancouver and Dallas. What what's what's that about? What are you guys looking for specifically? Uh so we we were able to find a a solid list of gyms that have been to the seminar, have hosted other seminars, and uh, you know have the equipment and space requirements that we need. And we've never really looked for that that trinity. You know, we need someone who's been to the seminars who, so they can accurately represent people 
when you say, hey, we're hosting CrossFit football, you want to show up? And they're like, oh, I don't play football, I play soccer. Well, yeah, it's called CrossFit football because the guy who started it played CrossFit football. Here's what they go over at the seminar, and here's how it's going to benefit you. Like, if, if you haven't been to the seminar, then you can't articulate what the hell goes on, and you can't quote-unquote sell it. And we, you know, we work very closely with the hosts to to kind of tag team the marketing attack because what we have is the information, we have the collateral, we have the flyers, we have the videos, they have the network. So we have to utilize their network and, and that synergy is something that's kind of hard to keep up on if you haven't hosted a seminar before. So that's why, you know, not only do we want you to have attended our seminar, we want you to have hosted some sort of specialty seminar so you understand, you know, what what the specialty matter experts rely you know, what they're relying on you for. And then outside of that, we obviously need the equipment and space. So that all those requirements are on the want to host portion of the CrossFit football website. And, uh, and for the most part, we got it going, but we couldn't find anybody who was interested in Vancouver. But we, we have a couple pings, got a couple hits, messages on Facebook, and I think we're going to get something there. And same thing in Dallas. And uh, I know Texas is probably going to listen to this and be like, Hey, someone in Dallas. Y'all know I'm from Texas. Y'all should have just asked me who, you know. That's <laughs> but, not a country accent. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was going to say. Well, it's Texas accent. <laughs> no. uh, but so we, I just want to see who out there in Facebook land uh, would ping us on that. And we also got, you know, we got some feedback on both those locations. So just, again, trying to get all the pieces in place for 2014. And I can't believe I haven't brought up the new CrossFit football site is going to launch. In a couple weeks. The new CrossFit football site? Yep. It should awesome. be done. It should be done by 2014. Uh, our, our programmer is literally here for me every day. Everything is being pieced together as we speak and we are going to have a new look and, uh, you know, new, new same identity, great taste. but you know, same programming, which is hopefully what people care about, but, uh, a little more sophisticated commenting system. Uh, you know, we, we aren't going to have any sort of results tracking. It just, you know, candidly wasn't in the budget for a free program. Uh, you want to track your results, uh, you know, get a pen, get a <laughs> notebook and, uh, fucking learn how to write. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, we got a new site coming. It's going to be pretty legit. And then, uh, hopefully a lot more easier to navigate for new individuals because that's what we're hearing is a lot of people show up and like I'm confused I don't understand how the site works well candidly like we haven't done a great job of keeping this site up to date because it's extremely old and outdated and uh almost, ones and zeros yeah it takes more effort to update than it than it's almost worth so we're we just said fuck it let's uh let's put in a new a whole new platform so you're gonna see that literally in January that's I, gonna happen you don't believe I, me? Yeah, I, mean, I believe, I'm gonna pull I believe it up. you I believe you. Pull He's I'm pulling pull up, up the site right now, and it appears to be uh, the new image is rainbows and unicorns, which is <laughs> totally weird. See? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it looks good. So, we gotta go train. Um, maybe I'll send a screenshot. Oh! Do you love it? Yeah. Yeah, come on, yeah. dude. Send me a screenshot or something. Yeah, we're gonna send yeah, you yeah, it. It's on. gonna blow your mind right now. Damn. So, hang he on. said January 2017, right? <laughs> Yeah, 2017. So, Denny, can you see my screen? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> There's you and Ben and Callie. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. 
<laughs> I so like this it. Is, this is going to be the new layout here. Um, you know, the new commenting system hasn't been installed yet, so it just kind of looks like uh, your standard your standard deal. I know people probably listen to this are like, no, they're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, but let's talk about something that is pertinent to the vlog that we were talking about before. We got on the podcast before we went live. Oh, okay. When you had the, your big fit. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, speaking of the commenting system, it's going to be a little more uh, – it's going to be updated. We're going to have some, you know, a uh, better way for us to track comments. It will be more interactive. So, when I see comments like – First of all, let me just uh, say, if you don't have a work ethic and you're listening to this program now, log on to CrossFitFootball.com and just go under the comment section – and you can waste hours just looking at the interaction. It's pretty amazing. I do it frequently. <laughs> so dude, this, that site looks badass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Oh. Uh, so um, I don't know. I, I've been reading a couple of comments, and I guess this here's the informative, rather than us just bantering. Here's the informative portion of the podcast or radio show today: or weightlifting or lifting weights and skill work. So you know, at the seminar, we define skill work in a couple of parameters. You know. Uh, it's something that you do that's going to improve your ability to train. And training should be an activity that's improving your ability to perform. Okay, so skill work, let's say with uh, with snatch, snatch balance, overhead squat, that tends to be something that's pretty difficult for people to really dive into. So breaking those components down and doing submaximal efforts should never substitute the strength workout of the day, which is the SWAD. Okay. So for those of you who are like, oh, I just did skill work today, I did lightweight, here's the deal. Skill work is going to help build movement, stability, things like that. It could help, but the best way for you to get better at lifting weights is to lift weights. You have to overload the system. You have to go heavy, all right? So that's not to say, like, don't do skill work. Yeah, sure, do your skill work. But if you're supposed to squat a 2RM, you better load up. And squat a 2RM, you know, and again, I'm assuming there's no uh, injury that's at play that's inhibiting you from loading. If you're just not good at a lift and you choose to do skill work to quote unquote get better, that's bullshit. And Callie, you can censor. No, and, and that, no, no, that's it. And But the other the other end of it is that uh, we have to define skill work for these people because, uh, you know, skill work at 70% of a 1RM is not skill work. You know, um, we're we're talking about that low heart rate, easily broken down movement pattern. Um, so it's I'm not entirely sure if these people are are uh, cognizant of what they're trying to, what adaptation they're trying to drive. But like he said, it's not a replacement for the SWAD. So I just love it, and they're like, just get no, I'm just gonna just gonna maybe do some. What the, what do we see on there? Like fucking. Uh, like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, I don't want to blatantly call the guy out. And, <laughs> and, well, first off, thank you everyone for following CrossFit football, the program, and you're all doing a great job, but it was overhead squats. Someone was just like, <laughs> oh, I just did light overhead squats for skill work. And then, uh, you know, and then all of a sudden he had huge press numbers, not understanding that there's a pre fatigue concept to max reps, overhead squats going into your three RM push press. Like there's, there's a purpose. These lifts are programmed. Like, I don't know. So that, that's my, I guess, my rant for the day. And, uh, you know, hopefully if, if you have questions, obviously throw them in the comments. Uh, but you'll know you're doing skill work right if it's submaximal, if you're breaking down some sort of compound movement pattern into its 
foundational components, right? And if, uh, you know, it's done at a low heart rate. You know, skill work should only be five to ten minutes. Uh, you know, and, you know, we just like to put parameters around things because people could use it. And are there exceptions? Absolutely. But I can tell you with utmost certainty that you would be doing skill work if you break these movements down, you're working on position, you're doing it sub-maximally, and, uh, you know, you're building movement pattern. But when we want to stress and overload the system, you have to go heavy. And as long as you're in a safe position, go heavy and suck. But as soon as you start breaking position, whether it's due to depth or anything like that, then bummer, man. We're not saying we don't like skill work. We're just saying doing it, do it right. Yeah. <clears throat> Is that clear, Danny? What What are some of the examples when you guys ask for skill work? I mean, I when the first one that pops in my head is do 20 minutes of gymnastic skill work, you know, okay. and then you go to the D one. So that see, it's hard because there's one example right where you're asking for skill work. So here's, here's, here's what I'm going to do for, so yeah, absolutely. Skill work is a component that should be incorporated on a weekly basis. But the problem with skill work is it directly addresses an athlete's limiting factors. Your holes. Right? So for me, when I see gymnastics work come up, I'm doing rotational work, primarily rotational work to try and increase my range of motion in terms of rotation. And then I'll probably go into some tumbling because it's fun. I do full versions of the lifts, break it down. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, like when you talk about, okay, do 30 minutes or 20 minutes of gymnastics work, figure out what you're not good at. Let's say overhead squats is, is your problem. Then you better do something that's going to start breaking up the tissue that's restricting that, whether it's your pecs, whether it's your lats, whether it's your T-spine, like do some sort of rotation, do some bridges, do some bridging. Oh, that, that, I mean, that type of stuff, be, get inverted, do wide grip handstand pushups, like do things... Uh, that you're not good at. You're not good at that are going to address your limiting factors. So, uh, you know, and that's, you know, uh, there's going to be a post coming out, and I'm not sure how edited or censored it's going to be, but, you know, it kind of talks about where the shortcomings of CrossFit football in the sense that it's a pretty good freaking program, Denny. I mean, everybody who tries it knows it. We see it on the comments. We have so many testimonials we got to publish about how it's legitimately like open people's eyes to what a training system could be in the sense that you will come back day after day ready to perform and ready to get better, right? And yeah. uh, But the problem is we don't get to fix anyone's holes because we don't know what they are. And most people don't know what they are. Like if we were to even create a choose-your-own-adventure skill set, like, okay, people with shoulder mobility issues, right. uh, people with inflexible thoracic spine, no spinal rotation, no lateral flexion, here's what I want you to do. Like people might not even know what the hell that means, so why even put that out there if it could be improperly dosed? Um, well, that's when you're doing an online thing where you don't get to kind of see the movements right in front of your eyes. It's just kind of the shit you got to deal with, right? Yeah, yeah, and really, we're doing. I sincerely like. I don't want people to think we're shortchanging, but we're doing the best we can with what we got for who shows up. Right, and and on more than one time, I've heard pretty much all the power athlete coaches say or write in the comments like, "Post a video," you know. Uh-huh. In order for me to answer your question, I need to see what you're talking about. I need to see your range of motion for whatever the question might be. And I need to know what you're training for to determine whether or not it even matters. Right. Good point. 
someone might be like, hey, man, my overhead squat is really shitty because it hurts my shoulders. Oh, by the way, uh, you know, I'm a minor league pitcher. Okay, well, that doesn't matter. You shouldn't be doing that. You know? Right. Like, uh, <laughs> you're just, you're saying when we want you to squat heavy, don't be a fucking pussy <laughs> and back off and, and claim that you're going to skill work to reinforce position so you can do it properly. In substitution for the lift. In substitution for a lift. Just admit that on that given day, you wore your pussy shirt. <laughs> That is. We should sell that. Yeah, that's offensive to all to all the pussies out there. I just want to apologize on Denny's behalf. He's not being very sensitive to the fact that you're a giant pussy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. So I guess that's my public service announcement for today. Because we, I, you know, we couldn't land on. A, I guess we couldn't land on a user submission, but that's all we had. Uh, what else, Denny? Um, Hawaii this weekend, right? And Oklahoma? Yeah. There it is. I'm going to Oklahoma where it's probably 10 degrees. And then Callie's going to Hawaii with John with the, with the expense account, as I should yeah. call it. It's the best traveling with John because the, the food situation is excellent. Uh, he doesn't really spare any expense when it comes to traveling and uh, going to, like, the nicest steakhouses and stuff. It's not like when I travel with Luke and we end up at like the seediest diner I've ever been to where like there's like caution tape and like you can see you Chalk can see lines. hair as an ingredient in the omelet. <laughs> yeah, but it was really cheap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. So yeah, we're looking forward to this weekend. Knock that out and then I think that's it until uh, after Christmas, right? Yeah, then it's a new year. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Cool. We're going to knock out uh a podcast next week before the holidays. Yeah, and then who knows, Denny? Maybe I'll just come up and mean you a rap because I'm gonna be yeah. in Chicago over Christmas. For sure. So. Let's do it. We'll squat heavy, and we we won't be giant pussies. Well, how I'm going back to DC for Christmas, and uh, how much you want to bet that Luke comes back? He's lost. 20 pounds. What is, where are you going with this? <laughs> and I'm more jacked than ever. Kyle's referring to a deep network of friends I have back in Chicago that aren't as enthusiastic about training as they are staying up all night drinking when I come back in town. <laughs> they still think we're like 20 years old and made of rubber. I'm Mr. Glass, man. All I can handle is, you know, 200 kilos on my back. I can't handle 200 beers in my belly. No. But you know what they are? State champions, Tex. <laughs> State champions, an elite network of men. I'm just gonna go back to DC, read the Bible, <laughs> yeah. and train. That's it. <laughs> read the Bible. You know, Kelly's yeah, Kelly Kelly needs <laughs> guidance. That's where she seeks it. All right, this, this yeah, let's get out of here. We've we've bored everyone yeah. enough. Uh, we're out of time. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, I got to get moving anyways. And Denny, thanks a lot. Too bad we couldn't get Steve and uh, and well, we're not here. They had last minute stuff to do, but whatever. Steve said to me. Yeah. So, All right. Did you guys see his uh, snatch grip deadlift? No. Two hundred thirty kilos. Did, did he post oh, a video? Oh yeah, I did see that. Dude, it was pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. You sent a video? Yeah, he put it on. He put it out there. Um, well, it's just okay. 
<laughs> All right. All right. Well, well, let's uh, have a good one. Be safe at the seminar. We'll hook up next week. All right. All right. Bye. We'll bye, talk guys. next week. Bye. See you, Nate. Later.